0: this is Thomas. And we're back at the Virtual Spinner rack. This week, we're going to take a look at the Deluxe Edition of The Killing Joke from 1988. Oh, it's still the 90s, right?
1: No, no, it's not. Damn it. And, and mind you, this is the Deluxe Edition, not one of the 57 printings of it. Yes. <laughs> I can't even remember. Isn't it green is the first printing?
0: I can't remember. I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's green. It's got it says Killing Joke is green. If it's any other damn any other damn color, it's not a first printing, people.
0: <laughs> it's it's like, what does the Killing Joke have in common with Skittles? <laughs> it comes that in every. Cover print. is every color of the rainbow.
1: <laughs> exactly. I've got I got a second print. I may have two second prints, but I don't have
0: a first. I got a, I got a first print. I bought it the week it came out off the,
1: off the, Do you? yeah, I thought I got mine when it came out, but I, years later when I knew that there were different printings, I looked it up and it was a freaking, it was a damn, uh, uh, second print. And I was like, really? Cause it's, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think it second print's it. pink or whatever it is. Pink or red or whatever, but it's, you know. so you say you only got one book. I Man, you've you've got had one like book. two weeks, and you got one book.
0: Um, I paid for some stuff to come in. Um, but I don't. I think he's still holding it, and uh, he'll just think,
1: is he is he still holding it, or she couldn't get the passport?
0: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I would have taken the picture. I'm like, come on,
1: <laughs> take it. Just just send the picture. Yeah
0: so i got my copy of uh from uh my dude frankie b washington and uh matthew blair i got uh issue three of uh kaijus and cowboys so they put put out like three of those this year and they're going to start they got another book coming out too in the meantime matthew has put out like another book with a different art team oh cool and and stuff but i got the the shiny kind of shoes and cowboys little decal um another uh another trading card for the series oh cool um these are like super thick they're uncut uh, this is stuff that Frankie worked on back in the day. Um, Ultraman, the Ultra 7, an uncut sheet of four that everybody got.
1: God, I remember Ultraman.
0: I never liked it. I thought it was terrible.
1: <laughs> you thought it was terrible.
0: And uh, this is a, a mini print <laughs> off, off <laughs> of the video. Off a friend of his made like a computer animated video of his, his lead character there, the main cowboy himself. And that's the big dinosaur that, a, that was everybody thought was a mountain range.
1: Is it, is it a big dinosaur? Or is it shark dog?
0: Um, no, no, that's just the head like sticking down, but
1: <laughs> you, you don't know, but you don't know about shark dog.
0: That's the back cover. That was the 3d printed figure oh he's, was, he's
1: got the year on each one of them 2024 so he's putting the year on them
0: yep it's so sweet. this is this is the preview for uh next year's book and here's the cover which was what the trading card was we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game
1: Pass. The art is really nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He does. He does great work. He's he's done so much stuff he used to do uh he used to work like in advertising and you know any any format of of art you can work in he's worked in it
1: and uh so I wish yeah. I still drew but I, I I don't really draw much anymore other than doodle
0: Well, the only thing I was any good at drawing was on an Etch A Sketch, and that was just when I erased it.
1: What you erased it? Well, those beautiful Etch A Sketches, and you damn sneeze, it's rare. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Dad, I want an iPad. I'm going to give you the first edition iPad. <laughs> uh, what's that? It's an Etch A Sketch. It's the original iPad. Or worse, you just go to the, you just go to the. Uh, <laughs> you just go to the, the pharmacy and you buy a literal iPad and put it in an iBox.
1: No, the fir- not that it's a sketch. You remember the freaking pads that we used to have that had oh, the, the cling ones, the, the cling ones, dude, that open up and you <laughs> can write on them and they, and it erases and put it back. Yeah, it came with like this solid plastic
0: pen and everything. That's
1: the first iPad. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Jesus Christ, we're old. FINTA! <laughs> And let stop by to say hi and leave. <laughs> and leave a thumbs up. Yeah, leave
0: a thumbs up. Hit the like hitting the like button. Saying a thing. It it tricks them into thinking that we got a lot of people hanging out with us.
1: So uh I did go uh to the antique store. They replenished the dollar box. Uh and I also went to the Black Friday. Okay, so I got a few books. We ain't going to go through all of them, but I I got some highlights. All right, first, Atlas Comics. You remember them, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, Kid Cody number one. It was in the dollar box. I'm like, hey, it's a dollar. It's Atlas comic. It's in pretty nice shape for a dollar. I'm going to pick it up. Kid Cody that later became Kid Colt, kind of, sort of. All right, so the more important thing about this is when you open it up, so the script is by Larry Lieber, you know who that is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and the art by Doug Wildly.
0: Damn it! Another Wildly find.
1: I'm like, holy crap, dude! In in a freaking dollar box. So that's that's going to be a good read. I have never heard of this. Do you remember You've this? Never movie? heard of that? Oh yeah. No, have you read it? Is it worth me finding the rest of them?
0: It's probably cheaper to just buy the trade.
1: I don't think there is a trade.
0: There probably isn't.
1: But I mean, I I picked it up, and it's chapter one was by uh, Mark Evner, Gene Colan, and Bob Smith. So I'm like, all right, I know all these guys, and I absolutely love Gene Colan.
0: They're sitting around the bullpen in D.C. one day. Uh, probably you know, tipping a bottle of whiskey and uh, maybe peanut some butter stuff, some, <laughs> some 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 wacky tobacco. And uh, well, they're like, we're gonna do a 12 issue maxi series, but everybody's gonna make up a chapter we're going to divide everybody into teams and you're just going to be able to see like the last page of the prior issue and then you make it go in whatever direction you want it to.
1: So it's the freaking, it's the commodity challenge from like three years ago. Yeah,
0: but this was like way more than three years ago.
1: Yeah, this is 85. But yeah. I mean, I was like Gene, I mean, I love Gene Cullen. So mm-hmm. You know, absolutely amazing artist. So I picked it up for that. But I was like, I've never damn heard of this.
0: The covers were amazing. Yeah, I mean, challenge, the the challenge was to find readers in your store that would actually not cancel this book and get (laughs) it all the way through. Damn it. I was one of them, but they sold out of number 12s before I
1: got there. Well, I saw them online, and you can get them pretty cheap, so I was debating it, but I had never even heard of it. All right, I got this in in my new shipment of comics a while back. It kind of goes with tonight's book. That's the only reason I brought it up. I have not read this, so if you've read it, tell me if it's terrible or not.
0: Um, I will tell you that I have not I've got the i fir- I've got multiples of like the first two issues because, you know, it's Joker stuff.
1: Yeah. And three I Jokers to, people, you know, yeah. uh, For those and, just listening.
0: And uh, I haven't gotten a hold of a number three yet.
1: Oh, really? So you had not finished it.
0: So until I got all of them together, I won't read them because then I'll be hung up until I get a number three.
1: I'm getting to the point where a lot of people are talking about it, and I know me and you've talked about it. I mean, I can buy single books, but if I just wait until the story arc's done, now at this point, because everything's going to be printed in trade, I can save money and get the whole story, and then it takes up less space. So I'm on certain books. I'm actually swift, you know, skipping to that. Um, hey, Jason, How and it just it, it it makes sense to me
0: is cooking dinner just swinging by to hit the like and do the YouTube things. Well, I thank you.
1: Sweet, thank you, sir. All right, so you ready? Uh we have talked about her before, but I don't I don't think we've ever read anything online. So, at the Black Friday sale, they had all back issues 40% off. So I got a sweet ass Spider-Woman number 8. Oh nice a 10 i think yeah no nine mm-hmm. uh a 11. nice see the art on these are so good uh check this one out do 13 with the shroud oh yeah and then um 14 has got the shroud in it as well
0: He was always a good a good villain and then they they flipped him from uh from a heel to a baby face, as they would say in the wrestling world. And uh then they whacked him.
1: <laughs> then they whacked him. Damn it, man. All right, uh so then I found. Um I don't know if I actually have this one. I know it was, you know, for the price, the condition was amazing. A uh, cap one sixty three. Oh nice. Yeah, just, I mean, it's standard Cap and Falcon fighting damn bad guys. All right, so this was going to be out of left field. Um, If you don't know the story behind how these comics came about, people, look it up, do a little reading and research, because it's literally funny as hell. Um, If we need to uh, extrapolate on it, I will. Uh, So Marvel premiere number 52 featuring Black Panther who at last battles the clan? That's right. The Black Panther versus the KKK.
0: <laughs> There's a viral video going around of this, pudgy, of this pudgy little seven-year-old white boy with like three chins.
1: <laughs> I've seen it. I sent it to you. <laughs> and and, and goes, your first mission. This is to okay. go upstairs. I, I,
0: no, Mommy said, Black Panther doesn't have a mommy.
1: <laughs> she doesn't go upstairs.
0: <laughs> how are you going to save it? How are you going to say, and he, towards the end, he's like, uh, I'm going to save Optimus Prime. How are you going to save Optimus Prime? You're afraid to climb a ladder.
1: <laughs> You're afraid to climb a ladder. So the story, for those, is by Ed Ed Hannigan, Pencils by Jerry Bingham and inks by Gene Day. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... I mean, it, it's not a freaking... It's not a throwaway book. I mean, you can look at the art and tell. It's it's freaking top-notch. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but there's about three of these issues. I think I've got all three of them now. It's a whole story art where he fights the clan. Um, The rest of them... I don't say eat your heart out, but they were all in really nice shape, and like I told my wife, at half off, I couldn't uh, I couldn't pass it because I paid for like two bucks for some of these uh, Avengers. One eighty two. This is probably one of my favorite story arcs from Avengers. Uh, one eighty four versus Absorbing Man. One
0: eighty nine.
1: Um, I can't remember who's in this one. Maybe you remember. I don't know, but it it was the single most book expensive book I bought that day, uh, one ninety five. I got that. Yeah, it's he had twenty five dollars on it. But I mean, it was like 12 twelve, twelve or thirteen dollars, whatever that I
0: is. Think, I think I'm pretty sure that's the first cameo of Taskmaster.
1: it may be cuz he's in like 96 or 97
0: yeah he's in the following he's in the following issue i've got another one that's like a $25 range and it's the uh it's the it's the first appearance of
1: scott lang it's got to be yeah that's like 60 60 something 62 or something it's got to be 96 that he's in because i got a 97 here and he's not on the cover a bit uh 91 Nice gray gargoyle. That's my Na-
0: favorite
1: from the division. Yo, really? Yeah, yeah, the good old yellow and uh green. Uh, yeah. 97. Um, dude, 99. Now, I know this isn't kaijus, but while you're talking about it, 98 has got some red ronin in it. Cool, dude. All of these were by Perez and damn. John Byrne and Austin and, or Perez and Austin, and you couldn't have asked for a better creative team. And then the last one I got was 94. There's your uh, vision in the green and yellow suit. Yeah. But I mean, um, I can't even remember who wrote all of these. Find one without the, well, look what they all got that stupid dude. How do you feel about resealable bags? I love them, really. Shit, we may have to end this podcast early, people. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if I can talk to anybody who loves resealable bags. Ugh. David, uh, David Michelin, George Perez, and Dan Green. I mean, uh, and I think Michelin wrote most of these.
0: Yeah. Well, there's pluses and minuses, to setting up your bags either way, whether you get like the traditional bags where you throw a piece of tape on it, and then you can take the tape off, stick it on your arm, take the book out so you don't get it caught on the tape. Or uh, well the, the thing that I think I like most about the resealable bags is no matter what I do, for some reason, if I, if I tape the bag shut, they end up blowing up like a balloon. Like enough air gets in there that they, that they, the bag swells a little bit. And then they're all like, you know, it's like, it's like trying to catch a greased pig coming out of a comic book box.
1: All right. So here's, here's the, here's the trick that I learned. Uh, and somebody I learned on another site. You ready? Mm -hmm. I'll send you a link for them. Go to Amazon. Drafting dots.
0: Oh, the, the, the little round
1: stickers? That's it. They're like $6 for 500 or or 1000 whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they have very low tack, so they won't damage the book. And it's enough to keep it closed. And they don't blow up like you're talking about. But I, I buy the drafting dots. And then you don't have to sit there worried worry about tearing the tape off. Cool.
0: So you sent me a a link for a Kickstarter.
1: Oh, yes. Dude, the Becky Colon. So, the Mark Spears. Oh, the Mark Spears. Yeah, that one, too. Yeah, I sent two up to you.
0: (laughs) So, this looks really cool. Uh, It's Mark Spears' uh, Monsters comic book series, issues one through eight. Uh, The all-new comic book series by Spawn and DC Comics artist Mark Spears, who has, like, an amazing, like, art slash paint
1: style. Do you see? Um did you see the interiors? The one that with Dracula, it looks like yeah. Delegosi. I was like, whoa. Damn dude, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> uh my only issue is because he's an artist of you know semi well known circles like you, go, oh Mark Spears. You're like, ooh. Well, oh, he worked, he worked for Todd on Spawn for a while. Yeah. Did a, did a bunch of covers and this, that, and the other thing. Um, there's like a gazillion covers in this thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And some of them are stupid. I hate, I mean, I the damn Days of Future Past cover is stupid. But the the monsters there with the the Dracula with the cross doing the Wolverine is stupid. But some of them are cool. Um I love the Frankenstein. The Bride of Frankenstein cover is awesome.
0: Yeah. Cause <laughs> well, boobs. Um then we have the uh we have the killing joke cover right there on the front, right here. Yeah. Um and then there's like the four connecting covers for A, B, C, and D of Jim Lee's X-Men number one.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then the there's there's of course uh you know, you get the wolf the wolf man. Uh, right here in the Todd McFarlane Spider Man number one, oh, and the, then of course, there's you know the like 7,500, uh, 300 you know
1: references, yeah,
0: references and stuff.
1: So, I like uh, the, the Marvel 25 anniversary, uh, 25th yeah. anniversary covers are awesome too with, with, with Frankenstein, Frankenstein, yeah, yeah, that, that,
0: that was cool, yeah. So I'm gonna play the video so we can we can check out the artwork and then we'll just we'll we'll fly through this quick and get right to the book.
1: All right. I thought it looked cool. Oh yeah,
0: it looks great. And 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 who doesn't want more monster stuff? So I mean, yeah. There's there's 119 people that have already backed. Uh 24 days to go. So in less than a week this thing is almost funded. <laughs> yeah. 30, the goal is 40k because of all those ridiculous covers. Uh <laughs> I mean, they're all good look they're all decent looking covers to like phenomenal covers, but it it's the uh he he's banking on the FOMO, which I ain't going to lie. I'm a recovering FOMO addict. <laughs> it, it started when I was 15 that I would go into like a McDonald's and order one of everything on the menu. Yeah. And then I found a comic book store and I would go in every Wednesday and basically buy one of everything that was left on the shelf. Yeah. And be like, what do you mean? That's two hundred and eighty dollars only like he goes that's like 102 books you go oh shit okay here you
1: go <laughs> Damn just a lot of money
0: um so they had a cyber monday thing uh yeah. they're here until they sell out for these uh uh issue eight the cod stock cover uh signed and numbered on the back limited to 66 and the uh number eight with the uh the really- Phantom of
1: the Opera or whoever that is.
0: Yeah, it looks like a Phantom of the Opera swipe, yeah. Uh both of those are like 60 bucks a piece. Then these are new chrome variants. So you would see like the the right side of Dracula's head and the cross would be, you know, chromed and all that. You know. Here's the uh
1: That's the connecting covers.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure, but this this is going to be some weird version of Van Helsing, even though it looks kind of like Judex. Judex. And that's just the video we just watched for the different thing. But the artwork on this is like.
1: The Dracula stuff looks so good. (laughs) I mean.
0: I'm like. Like we've seen like phenomenal art, like, you know, Alex Ross caliber stuff uh jml caliber stuff and you know a, a bunch of other guys um but this right just just this palette and, and the the painting like the texture that you can feel from looking at the page yeah just reminds me of the old innovation comics that were like all painted throughout the whole thing that were just oh God, yes. gorgeous
1: yeah back in the day. Yeah, dude, when I saw that right there, the black and white, that first top panel with him looking at you, I was like, okay, I'm sold. This is it.
0: (laughs) Speaking of Dracula. Yeah. uh, Because I backed uh, the Kelly Jones, Matt Wagner, Dracula. Yeah. And after everything was said and done and I finished off and I paid the shipping and blah, blah, blah. uh, Come to find out, volume one of that book isn't going to ship until October of next year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you got something to look forward to. <laughs>
0: what the hell you guys been doing? This is just a this is just another thing in a long line of <laughs> a lot of times when you back a crowdfunded book, you if you get it in a few months, go to church that Sunday, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, whatever because usually it's about a year out <laughs> yes because you know kelly did a bunch of pages and and images for the you know for the campaigns but it's not like he's sitting down you know going
1: to the wall no he's got like, other he's got other stuff to do
0: what else could he have to do
1: I don't know. I know Bernie's not away. with us
0: anymore, so he's picking up the horror slack. But
1: <laughs> damn it, dude! Yeah, the art was just—I was going through this, and the the Dracula stuff, though, just is what what got me. But it all yeah. looks good. This this reminds
0: me uh, of uh, Cold Check a little bit, <laughs> like the detective down here. Like yeah. That. Like the Harvey Bullock looking dude.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Harvey Bullock.
0: And then the 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 little chubby kid in the yellow shirt. I'm like, oh my god, it's the kid <laughs> it's from Batter Santa.
1: This is the damn Goonies kids. <laughs> or the from uh, Monster Squad.
0: Yeah. Uh the brides of Dracula here. I'm like Yes. And I'm like, I I always lean towards the redheads but um
1: I always wanted to be a vampire
0: (laughs) really I'm like I know they're just gonna kill me they're not gonna like bring me back so I can do bad stuff but
1: the witch was cool too at the bottom oh yeah the witch is is awesome
0: the face on, on that I'm like I mean that'll give you nightmares
1: yeah she looks kind of like the gold wicked witch from the damn Wizard of Oz. Yeah, only scarier. <laughs> only scarier. I'll get you and your little dog too.
0: So here we go. Issue one: The Bride of Frankenstein cover.
1: Yes, yes please. <laughs> yeah, that would be the one I order. Yeah. So I, I have no interest in in the homage covers. The only one I see of those right there that I like is the Tomb of Dracula R uh, homage cover.
0: Yeah. Like, I go, oh, yeah, it's the McFarlane homage. Yeah, okay. And, oh, look, it's the McFarlane homage again. There's oh, no way a mummy could get his leg up like that in those bandages. I'm sorry.
1: It's wrapped right too tight. Yeah. He squeezed off the, the little he's squeezed off the little mummy parts.
0: Yeah, so the Tomb of Dracula homage that that one's cool. Yeah, um, nah. then of, of course we've got the we've got that infamous J. Scott Campbell homage for six oh eight. Yeah, um, that people started challenge people to draw the X Men homage. If it was if maybe it was different characters. It wouldn't be too bad. Uh the cover with uh the Wolfman and Frankenstein going into battle. Yeah. It's not great, but it's you know, it's attention grabbing. Yeah. But that 25th Marvel thing with anniversary with the, badass. the homage. That's that's really cool. Yeah. And then
1: the the, the brides.
0: Br- bride. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then here's um, your connecting covers.
0: The connecting cover for that. But I'm like, yeah, right away you, you know just from like the background yeah. coloring, yeah, that's that's X-Men number one. Yeah. Uh but I'm like, I don't like it. No. I don't no. think it I don't think it came out good. Uh oh
1: now that the the cover B there, well both the cover A and B, the those are I like. Yeah. Um the cover B good. is also
0: available as one of the chromiums,
1: and it's a it's it's kind of an homage or something I've seen before. It's
0: yeah,
1: but, um, but
0: I really like the cover A with the stat, you know, with the with the statue of Christ with the arms broken off. Yeah, one might say they nailed that.
1: Oh um, god! And the uh, the freaking creature to black, black Lagoon is awesome. Um. Is the creature awesome,
0: or is the thick chick awesome? I think the thick chick is pretty awesome. Hey, the one. Yeah, and all all the covers can be found. Like, so you can just buy one, and then you can go to the add-ons and and take your time and
1: and pick out know, the ones you want.
0: Pick pick up what you want. Uh, it's uh, Natasha dressing up as as you know Nick. Yeah. Then there's the Todd McFarlane uh Batman Hobbage cover.
1: Yeah, it's like Detective 674 or something like that. Yeah. G.I. Well, Joe. Mean, I don't
0: mind this. This one's kinda hot. It's, yeah. it's it's kinda like, you know, Black Widow meets a bond girl. Yeah. Uh the G.I. Joe thing. Oof. No, I'm good.
1: Those three Definitely. aren't bad.
0: They're not bad, but I'm like I don't care for like the glowing blue behind the uh, the wolfman I think it takes away from him you know, de- detail on him yeah uh and then we have the cougar witch yeah but then even better
1: that is a that is a good homage i mean most of the time you th- those really aren't very good i mean <laughs> There we go. Yeah.
0: So that one came out really cool. And I like it. Issue five. uh, I don't like the number one. The number two isn't bad. Uh, But it's got that it's got that corner box. Yeah. So this has got to be a homage to uh, one of the X books from uh, Inferno
1: maybe yeah
0: it looks like and instead of wolfman it would have been uh and this cover c looks like it might have been like a moon knight or a new mutants yeah For, I, I think a new, like mutants. It, new mutants yeah because yeah. of the font of monsters number six uh okay cougar witch is looking better <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn it. And that's a uh, kind of uh power girl. Mhm. But now that Frankenstein is still awesome.
0: Yeah. It's such a it's such a good creepy classic like Frankenstein look and then we have, you know,
1: new mutants new, again,
0: you know, 100 100. Yeah, I think it's 100. That is a great black lagoon creature.
1: Yeah. Um I love that movie. It's funny. I don't know why. I always have.
0: And then we have the I'm first Cable homage.
1: Mm.
0: Um, but dragons. Then, then we have the witch. But then, then we have the cover of uh, the core set of D anD. d
1: Yeah, the so red
0: box. I'm like, would I buy it? Personally, probably no. not. But I think it's like a really cool cover. Um, and then
1: Walking dead. Right,
0: Walking dead. So out of the three of these, um, gotcha. I'm going to buy them. D. <laughs> D. No, no yeah. there is Not no D. Exactly. <laughs> um, it, would either, it would probably I'd lean more towards the witch. Yeah, but possibly the D and D just because you know we all like D. And then there's uh, this 6 by 9 mini print of the Headless Horseman for stretch goals. And it hasn't gotten to anywhere near the first stretch goal, uh, if they can reach it, it's 75K.
1: They'll probably reach it because they're, I mean, they're, shit, they're halfway there now. And and it's only been up for like three, four days.
0: Uh, Six days, yeah. Six days, okay. It's been almost a week uh I reached out to him and uh he he emailed me back well didn't email me he uh he gave me like all his social media stuff yeah and told me to reach out and uh he uh he'd come on creators and uh talk about the book
1: oh yeah so I can, I can sure. be like
0: uh so uh just one question um why so many variants well, oh, people like variants. I go, well, yeah, it's Kickstarter. They they love variants and naughty covers because uh, corn isn't free for the taking anywhere on the Internet. No. <laughs> Look, I self-edited myself. That's amazing. It happens. Not very often, but we're, I'm trying.
1: All right. So ready? I'm ready. That's right, people. We're doing the absolute classic this year, this time. There it is. The Killing Joke, deluxe edition. Um, I do. I did not know that uh, Tim Burton said it was his favorite comic, the first comic I've ever loved. Uh, by Alan Moore and Brian Bolland. Yes. And there um, is the absolute classic, freaking. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. That image is everywhere.
0: That panel is just, like... I had that poster.
1: Really? The they thing, did a poster?
0: Um, I think, like, during, like, the seventh printing. If you missed it the first six times, here's number seven.
1: All right, and you said you were going to read something from the intro?
0: Yeah, I was going to read... Uh, it's only, like, a... It's only like a page. Um, so the late, great Tim Sale did the introduction for this back in uh, 2006.
1: Oh, my God, dude. That's like a long time ago.
0: Yeah. Um, now, if you read Boland's afterwards, there was one mistake, and that mistake was um, it wasn't Alan Moore like, because it was Alan and, and Brian. So he put whatever he writes in here about whoever asked who to do the book. It's actually the opposite way around. It was the only mistake he made. And Brian corrects it, like, at the end. Oh, the really? Big, the big thing about the deluxe thing was because at the time, there was still it was still full color, you know, with, with shades and stuff. Yeah. So in this deluxe edition, he didn't have to beg too hard, but he had to beg a little bit. He said, I want to recolor the entire book myself,
1: Brian Boland. No, so Boland recovers <laughs> colors the this, entire book.
0: Yeah, this this whole book is completely recolored. So uh Tim Sales starts off, man, how cool is this? Like everyone who was in the mainstream comics field in the late 1980s, or as was in my case, had their noses pressed up against the glass, the back-to-back-to-back of The Dark Knight Returns, Watchmen, Batman Year One, and Batman The Killing Joke completely re-energized the comics field. The characters, other than those in Watchmen, had been around for decades. And while many talented writers and artists had done much notable work in that time, there was an incredible sense of new coming from Frank Miller and this handful of crazy Brits. First on the line of crazy Brits, of course, would have to be Alan Moore. Brian Boland, John Higgins, Richard Starkings, and the amazing Dave Gibbons, who we're seeing possibilities in them, in the kinds of stories that could be told now, and not incidentally in the way the story could be presented. Batman the Killing Joke is the only one of the stories listed above that did not first exist in another format as a series of comics, that were eventually collected into that catch-all term a graphic novel. The Killing Joke was a 46-page story, but it was crafted at such an astonishing level and printed so much more cleanly and carefully that it seemed to be different. A different beast altogether, you would say. Not just really great Batman comic but something different it didn't get it then but I do now that is what the author's extraordinary craft can do make old seem new again and thrilling don't forget thrilling I am told the origins of Batman the killing joke go back to a Batman Judge Dredd proposal that Alan Moore and Brian Boland had cooked up when it fell through Moore asked Boland what else he wanted to do. And Boland said, the Joker, please. (laughs) Sounds like me. So polite and thus a classic was born. Moore is famous for many things, not the least of which are his maniacally controlled and precisely orchestrated scripts requiring an equal and similar effort from his artist partner. And in The Amazing Brian Boland, he found an artist of equal in talent, fantasism, care, and expressiveness both excel in impressing with their rendering of the mundane so that it never feels mundane. And then they blast into a reveal, a money shot so explosive that it is only then that you realize how... Well, you as a reader have been lulled to rest on purpose just to set you up. The Joker's reveal on page 11, the tragic event on page 18, the second reveal on page 37, all orchestrated and carried out in ways that astonish and then astonish you again. When you go back and see just how much these artists have known and set things up from the beginning how fun it is to be in the hands of creators who know so much about what they are doing oh and the joke how cool is it that the book ends on a joke at the finish priceless funny perfect for the characters of batman and the joker What you hold in your hands or see on our screen, though, is the book that I own, that so inflamed me and thousands of others back in 1988 because of one crucial element, the coloring. This time around, you lucky buggers, you have the fantastic treat to see the book colored by the artist himself, and to see a more complete vision of how the story should look. Side by side, the comparison is amazing. Bowen's colors are characteristically thoughtful and restrained. They fit the work more completely than Higgins' state of the art job in 1988 and are a joy to look at. Slow down and one can see how cool the palette is now versus the warmer one of 1988 and how much better that reflects the somber tone of the story and how when Boland retains a color from 1988 that has become iconic like Barbara's yellow shirt, he integrates that so well into the cooler colors in the scene allowing the shirt to really pop and ratchet up the horror of the this event. But the biggest and most amazing change in this newly colored edition is in the flashback sequences. Boland washes out all of the color in each one, but chooses to spotlight an object in each: a bowl of tentacles, shrimp, and so on, in increasingly intense shades of red, all leading up. To here's the sense that everything has been planned from the start by masterful hands. The Red Hood that was positioned to be Joker's mostly forgotten origin way back in 1951, and the transformation of the Milk Toast failed comedian to insane criminal mastermind. Ur, I got chills. Anyone else get chills? Man, how cool is this? Tim Sale at the time was living in Pasadena, California, 2008.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was one thing I was wondering what I did not remember from first reading it because it's been so long that, yeah, i um not paying attention to the uh, fact that Bowlin recolored it there. Yeah, the, all the flashback scenes did. They were washed out. Everything but all the, it's like almost all the food was just red. And I was like, why the hell is it all red?
0: It was just building intensity from yeah. the flashback scenes.
1: To the Red Hood. Yeah. yeah. It's coming up. Now, one thing, I mean, I know we, we don't have to go through it page by page. There's a lot of pages that have absolutely no dialogue, which shows how good Boland's art really is. Oh. And the other thing that hit me here, and I know that's Gibbons, but Watchman is Gibbons, Alan Moore and Gibbons, but mm-hmm. dude... This nine-panel layout is all over this book as well. And yep. Watchmen is flat nine panels. Everything is nine equal panels. But, uh, yeah, it's raining. We get the, uh, of course, Batman shows up at Arkham Asylum. I love how he gets, he, you know, he gets walked in. Uh, he gets directed down the hall. Um, he passes Dent. Uh, Gordon's right behind him. Then he finally gets down to uh, you know n- name unknown uh, number eight oh one, and uh, Batman goes. I like, like the the guard salutes him. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Um, and he goes in, and the Joker's playing uh cards. There are these two guys in a lunatic asylum. <laughs> he drags the chair over. Um, this part really kind of was... I I just didn't remember it, dude. He's come to try and make amends with the Joker. You know, and figure out what the hell's going on between the two of them.
0: And apparently,
1: it's It's not. (laughs) It's not the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I come to talk. I've been thinking lately about you and me. What's going to happen to us? We're going to kill each other, right? Aren't we? perhaps you'll kill me, I'll kill you sooner, maybe later. I just wanted to know, I made a genuine attempt to talk things over and avert the outcome just once. And then that, you know, Joker never says anything, so finally he reaches out and grabs him, and he sees the white paint on his freaking gloves. Uh, And then he realizes, you know, and when he grabs him, the guy's like, "You don't have rights to touch me. You're not allowed to touch." Where is he? <laughs> and of course, the the guards like, uh, "He's he's he's gone off his rocker. Dear God, he's gone berserk." Or that's Gordon. Open the door, and uh, you can't touch a hair on his head. <laughs> Batman gives him the wig. <laughs> he says, "Commissioner, if you're concerned about it, his hair, take it. It's yours. Now you whimpering little smear." I'm going to ask you politely just one more time, where is he? Oh, dude, this is such a classic page. <laughs> just the
0: turn back and, you know, looking looking into the eyes of madness.
1: Yeah. Um, and I don't want to say Alan Moore tells a good funny joke, but it actually... It's been so long since I've read this, I actually laughed today reading it again. (laughs) He says, well, have you had a chance to inspect the property decide if it's what you're looking for? Well, it's garishly ugly. The derelicts have used it for a toilet. The rides are dilapidated to the point of being lethal and could easily maim or kill innocent little children. Oh, so you don't like it? Don't like it? I'm crazy for it. (laughs) Oh, you really perfect. want to, Yeah, it's perfect. You really want to buy it? And the price I mentioned? There's D. Nope. There's your fat lady. See the fat lady. Not these days.
0: She's not <laughs> singing.
1: Yep. And then, okay. This is this is reading comics for 40 years. I did not notice. I didn't notice this crap when I was much younger and was just plowing through them. But, mm-hmm. dude, do you notice how much duality and, and re, re, uh, repetition he uses in here? It's the same scenes to cut from one scene to another. You look at the bottom here at the Joker, he's standing there looking at the scene of the fat lady. You know, money isn't all, and money isn't really a problem, not these days. And, you know, he's holding his hat. There he is. And then you flash back to the past. Where money I, was a problem. Money is a problem. How did it go? Did they like your and there he is? He's he's nervous. He's got his hat behind him and everything. Um and you know, he's talking to his wife. Um, you know, I'm you know it, he missed a punchline. They didn't laugh at him. And uh, you know, he's just so upset. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, I didn't mean anything. Yeah, you did the way you said it. All I said was was oh oh is in you didn't get a job as to how are we going to feed the baby? You don't think I'm worried about that? Dude, he's having a mental breakdown right now. <laughs> yeah. You don't think I care? It's all some big joke. I mean, but the thing is, is she really loves him. And I mean, he obviously loves her. Yeah. I mean, he goes down, you know, he says, oh God, I'm so sorry. And she's just, she just tries to comfort him um, because he is. He's Literally trying his best. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't mean to take it out on you. You're suffering enough. You're being being married to a loser. Dude, he he's in a bad place. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's true. I can't support you, Janine. What are you gonna do? It'll be okay. Junior won't be here for another three months. Miss Burkis will let the rent go a little longer. She feels sorry for me. She hates me. She comes all out in the hallway to scowl at me. The house stinks of cat litter and old people. I got to get out of here. Um, it, you know, I just want enough money to get us to a decent neighborhood. Girl, you know, and then, dude, I didn't get all of this litter. There are girls on the street who earned that in a weekend without having to sell a single joke. And his wife laughs at it. She laughs. That's funny. Yeah dude, it's not funny. Honey, don't worry about it, any it. I still love you. You know, job or no job, you're good in the sack and you know how to make me laugh. And then there's that, there's that, that double panel again. He's reaching out to her mm-hmm. and then he's reaching out to his reflection at the laughing clown. Um, I guess it's one of those, like tells your fortune or something things to yeah. put a coin in.
0: Like Zoltar.
1: Yeah, like Zoltar. Exactly. Oh my God. Um, of course, this other guy still just, he's not even paying attention and he should know who the hell the Joker is. This idiot should know who he's dealing with. Um, you know, I'm positive you don't regret it. You know, some of the rides aren't as dilapidated. The Joker's like, oh, it's all right. You know, my, uh, your partners have been signing the uh, paperwork right now. They've, uh, all the hours have been you know they were signed an hour ago let's shake on it, and he shakes on it and then when the joker leaves you see he killed him he just Mm -hmm. left his ass on the damn dumbo ride all that that nasty grin boland's art is absolutely a freaking amazing um now, I did read in the flashback, the Brian Boland afterwards here, yeah. where he talks about he was such a big fan of Dick Sprang. Yeah. And knowing that, that he's such a fan of Dick Sprang, some of this falls into, because like this is the Dick Sprang Joker card. Yep. That's Dick Sprang right there all day long. The, the Bat family picture, you know, Batwoman, Robin, Batman, Batmite, um, I don't know who that is. Uh I don't know who the I can't tell who those people are. Um, and then that was was that the original Batgirl? Probably. Yeah, but Batwoman, like The
0: Golden Age one, yeah. Yeah, golden
1: age Batgirl. Batman. But that's all Dick Sprang. And you see Batman in the cave, and he's trying to go through the computer to find out all he knows about the Joker. And, you know, there we get our Dick Sprang Joker. And, you know, and it just says classification unknown. They don't know. Well, I was going to say
0: the, the bottom left one right here. This one? In that panel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Looks.
0: And I know it was highly influenced by Dick Sprang. But the the late 70s, early, the, the early 70s, late 60s uh Batman filmation cartoon that used to be on Saturday mornings.
1: Yeah, like that,
0: too that's that's how Joker looked in that and then you have the like the late 81 the late 80s where he was wearing like the trench coat and the fedora yep and you know so there's like five shots of the Joker here on his monitors and, and each all one is a different style
1: yeah a little different yeah and that's that even that just, plays into the book
0: yeah it's just paying homage and it was cool like the page before uh before they showed the monitors. Nope. This one. That one.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: just just before the monitors and him typing. You see you see the T-Rex, some of the some of the computers in the pullback. Yeah. Uh
1: and the Whirly bat hanging over the big Wayne Tech computer. I'm oh I like, did I yeah I'd see it's the whirly bat now I thought it was a fan at first. Yeah I see it. Yeah that's the Whirly bat <laughs> couldn't
0: Put a ceiling fan in the cave. You could. <laughs> There'd be like dead bats dropping everywhere.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, they'll fly around it. <laughs> I, I do love. that. There goes. Uh, uh. Alfred comes in, dude. I miss Alfred so much. In fact,
0: I know. I I was so pissed when they did that.
1: Dude, I miss. People just don't understand how important he is. Oh, um, uh,
0: the new McFarlane line. For the anime for the Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. The line that's out right now has an Alfred. Oh, sweet. All those figures are thirty dollars, but I think Target has Alfred mocked down to like twenty because they've got a ton of them. But he comes with all his butlering stuff.
1: Oh well, I need to go to Target and give me a damn Alfred. Um I do love the the classic Batman logo too yeah Uh, the not not the yellow dark knight returns all that Mm -hmm. just the simple black batman note you know logo yeah he comes in your refreshment sir is is there anything further I can assist you with no and I saw um this to me got me to this morning since I've been trying to figure out what he intends to do it's almost impossible I don't know him, Alfred. All these years, and I don't know who he is any more than he knows who I am. And see, mm-hmm. that's something that even from the cartoon. If you remember, you know, Joker never wants him to take. If every time he catches Batman, don't take his damn mask off. It's going to ruin all the fun. Yeah. I don't. I don't give a shit who is under the mask. It's Batman. Um. But yeah. How can two people hate each other without knowing each other?
0: I don't know. I kind of hated my father and I didn't know him. <laughs>
1: but, yeah.
0: I know then, I'm bringing the room down. Let's keep going with the comic.
1: <laughs> yeah. And now here we go to the the sweet, you know, sweet ass change of color right here. We got Gordon and Barbara. And of course, even <laughs> you see even Jim's got his tongue out. He's trying to make the perfect cut and paste um, as he's cutting out, filling his scrapbook. And then we've got our classic down in the bottom right here. We've got our Batman number one, Bat Guard Vigilante, critically Injures Murderer, (laughs) Disfigured Homicide maniac in the hospital.
0: And and on this page, she's talking about, you know, putting all his Bat scrapbooks, like, in in order and and lining them all up so they're you know in in the time frame you know
1: yeah the Catwoman one fell behind the wardrobe i dug it out yeah <laughs> yes yeah, it's, just, it's just, oh uh he says well uh so there's a the door rings he saw oh, he's colleen from across the street for the yoga class um i remember you describing the white face and green hair so now they're talking about the joker i thought you'd be interested yeah well i had some interesting nightmares and then there it is. Yep. Somewhere now, I have the
0: I have the I have the set that is the um. It's like a box set with like you know the the window showing kind of like the Dark Knight Returns with the mask that you, you picked up for me. Yeah. Um. So with, inside it's the trade paperback of this, like with a bunch of like extra stuff, like behind the scenes. I think there was like an interview with Alan Moore or something in the back of it, um, and it comes with two figures. No, oh, that Joker and Batman that looked like it was designed by friggin' Neil Adams himself. Really, the way the the way the cape flows. Yeah, they made the cape and the cowl rubbery, like the old Mego. Uh, Pocket heroes,
1: okay, the little bitty ones.
0: Yeah, uh, but these these are like you know full size, like six or seven inch figures. But it's Joe, it's Joker in the you know in the Hawaiian shirt with the fedora and the gun and the in the camera. And I saw that and was like, well, it's thirty
1: five dollar. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, the um. Now I read one time somewhere I can't remember was it that Moore actually had wanted to kill Barbara here. Yeah. He wanted to kill her. And DC, the editorial staff's like, nope, you're not killing Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. He said, well, how far can I take it? And I guess he took it as far as they would let him. But, I mean, he paralyzes her. And yeah. the thing is, is, even though this is a prestige format and could have been considered an Worlds or an imaginary tale, this crap stuck. She's mm-hmm. paralyzed after this. She's... And I don't want to say she was a bad Batgirl, but she's way more powerful as Oracle later on. I mean, she she really rises from this issue where the other characters don't. And go.
0: then thirty five years later, a miraculous yeah. treatment comes about, and she's back.
1: Yeah, and you take away the, everything. You know, everything you give, you know, she's she's. Never mind, damn it. But that's that's
0: modern comics. We got to retcon everything.
1: But, yeah, so he shoots her, and uh, she fought. Now, here it is. (laughs) Which this right here shows that the Joker's been watching them for a while. Don't, because she was a librarian. Don't worry, it's a psychological uh, complaint common among ex-librarians. You see? She thinks she's a coffee table edition. He's been watching her. He's been watching them. Ah, mind you got i got
0: shot she crashed through her glass top coffee table
1: yeah yeah mind you i can't say much for the volumes condition i mean there's a hole in the jacket and the spine appears to be damaged and joker uh not joker but gordon's about to lose it and of course he just has you know his henchman just rough the hell up uh frankly she won't be walking off the shelves in that state of repair. The idea of her walking anywhere seems increasingly remote, but there's always a problem with softbacks. <laughs> it just it's And nobody could
0: have wrote any of these dark puns that wasn't Alan Moore. No.
1: And I, I mean I, I
0: could have, but I got I, I got such a touch of the evil in me, so
1: <laughs> I I just didn't get get it years ago. God, these literary discussions are so dry. When you're finished with the old boy, take him you know where. Please be careful after all. he He's tipping the bill. And then when they leave... Now, I do not think... We're not going to get into the big discussion here that the Joker rapes her. I just don't think that's... that. To me, I know a lot of people love that. I have no idea why. It makes no sense. No, because... It's not his it's not his I mean,
0: style. years later he's got Harley throwing throwing herself at him left and right. He's just not interested. He doesn't
1: he's care. Not, no, I mean it's not that he doesn't, but he, he he it's not here. And you know, she asking, you know, he's he's starting to undress her. Why are you doing this to prove a point? And then, you know, here's the crime, and then now we get there's our repeat panel again with him. Um, you know, I
0: then then we have the the late like reddish orange tinge of the of the shrimp and the food on the table. Yep, and the big pow of the red hood in the box
1: and the bottom. Yes. Yep. Yeah. As so now he's at a bar and he's actually talking with some low class hoodlums who are setting up the robbery of a playing card factory that's next door to the, like, Acme Chemical Company that he worked at, he was a chemist at, so we know he's not stupid, because he quit his job as a chemist to follow his dream to be a stand-up comedian. And the reason they want him is because, apparently, there's no guards at the damn chemical company, and it'll be easy to get through, and then they'll be able to enter the back door on the card factory, and steal the payroll
0: yeah
1: and uh you know as a as a joke it's not really a joke they're they're doing it to throw off the police and everything else you'll be wearing this um you know and it's the red hood coming it says oh we do it for all our you know the new guys the most important guy no you're doing it to throw him off that way when the police show up and you go look there's the the leader get him not us while well, they haul ass with the damn money Yeah, it's starting from Saturday morning. I'll be rich. I can't imagine it. My life's going to be completely changed. Nothing's going to be the same. Not ever again. Um, And, of course, you know, now we we flash back to the hospital. Dude, Harvey Bullock looks so damn good in here. This is, to me, this is the Bullock that I love. I mean, I know it sounds terrible, but and he's out. he's such a damn classic character he's he's like Gordon and he, he's like Gordon he's like Alfred he's been there forever people just don't realize it
0: I didn't realize it like the first time I remember seeing Bullock was like in the late 80s early 90s no if something happened to Jim and like Jim got shot and he was in the hospital. So Bullock had to, you know, step up and, and, you know, take over the precinct. Yeah. Much like they used that from the comics in the Gotham series. Yeah. When, you know, Jim got booted off the force and the actual CO got uh, killed.
1: But yeah, he made a
0: good Bullock, too.
1: Bullock was, yeah, he was, I think, early 70s. It may have been late 60s Mm -hmm. when he was around. He's been around a long time. Batman is so damn good looking in here too. And he shows up, and of course, crumpled on top of Barbara is a damn Joker card. You know, um, you know. Did you see all the pictures? It's sick. You know, leave us alone a minute. And when she leaves, you know, she's been washed and she's clean. She's got you know mm-hmm. a rag over her hair and everything, so she just looks completely different. And, you know, he wakes her up. Can you hear me? You know, it's me. It's Bruce because she knows who he is. Yeah. And she's freaking crying, dude. No, no. You know, he's. It's, she took Dad. Oh, God. You know, do I remember what he did. It's okay. And she's just freaking crying. You don't see it. You didn't see his eyes. He, wanted to, he said he wanted to prove a point. He said Dad was top of the bill. What is he going to do to him? What's he going to do to my father? She has no idea. And Batman doesn't. Nobody and now does. we no, nobody does. I don't even know if the Joker does, you know, eventually it comes to him. But yeah, I don't think he starts out with a plan. That's one of the things that I always liked about him um, when he's done well. And of course, now we go to uh, just like they strip Barbara, now they're stripping Gordon, and they do, they strip his ass naked. But naked. That's why this was marked for, you know, marked your for readers. Your readers. Yeah. And you got the, the little dwarves who are dressed in freaking, you know, 80s heavy metal band and, you know, a tutu with their fishnet there's, stockings. They're supposed to be cupids. Yeah. Like, something. Perverted
0: cupids, but still cupids. Yeah. And they're, and they're you know, they're, I, I wonder if these are the dwarfs that they were going to, that Disney was going to use in their new
1: version of Snow White. Oh my God. <laughs> they're, they drag Gordon out, and then there's old dude still sitting there rotting away on the damn, <laughs> on the Dumbo ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but he looks happy. He looks happy. <laughs> and this is the thing. He says, what am I doing? Am I dreaming? You know, I was sitting in my, you know, and, you know, he, he's throwing it down. He says, somebody tell me what's going, what am I doing here? Doing? You're doing what any sane man in your appalling circumstances, would do. You're going mad. mad. Yeah, and he's, that's, he's he's got a throne that
0: looks like it was made out of a one of the uh, one of the teacup rides. Yeah, the teacup rides. Yeah, with with uh, one set of stairs, and the rest of the entire thing is baby dolls, naked, naked, busted up Cupid dolls. Yeah, and I'm like, that's just you know.
1: It's Frankie. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, no, I remember. Dude, he looks so good. Remember, oh, now this is, this is where it's really getting cool. Remember, I wouldn't do that. Remembering is dangerous. I find the past such a worrying ancient place. The past tense, I suppose you should call it. uh, Memory's a treacherous one. Uh, one moment you're lost in a carnival of lights with the poignant childhood aromas and flashing neon of puberty and all that simple mental candy floss. The next it leads you somewhere you don't want to go, somewhere dark and cold, filled with the damp, ambiguous shapes of things that you'd forgotten. Um, you know, and then they start dragging him off toward the ghost train. Uh, but we can live without them memories, memories are uh or what our reason is based on if we can't face them we deny reason ourself uh, although why not we aren't contractually tied down to reality so when you find yourself locked in an unpleasant train of thought heading for the places in your past where the screaming is unbearable remember there's always madness madness is the emergency exit and
0: in, in the swinging doors in the fun house almost in that last panel almost seemed like a homage to Duella Dent that was the Joker's daughter and every other rogues gallery of Batman's daughter, too.
1: Yes. So, yeah, they start heading. He starts heading in. And then there's our double doors now. So he's Mm -hmm. heading into the ride, the ghost train. And uh, we see some cops there go at the bar and grill. And, of course, they come in. They're showing pictures around. They're looking for someone and uh the bartender points him out and he comes over and it's our it's our man the joker well before he was the joker uh excuse me uh could we talk outside he says yeah what's going on i'm sorry your wife's had an accident this morning apparently she was testing a baby bottle heater and there was an electrical short she died i'm sorry and uh he just he's shocked like
0: Not as shocked as she was.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Talk about dark <laughs> I'm, humor.
0: I'm I'm trying I'm trying to like bring <laughs> up my, I'm trying to bring up my, you know my my
1: Alan. Your inner Joker. What? Yeah. Um, and the guy the cops are like, look, I hate to break it to you like this, it was a million and one accident. They've got all the details at the hospital. There's so his wife and kid are dead. <clears throat> There's no hurry. If it was you, I'd have another drink. And of course, he sits down at this point and he he's like, he he wants to get out now. He doesn't need to do this damn crime thing anymore because the the whole reason he's doing it to begin with is to provide a better life for his wife and kid. Yeah. And of course the criminals are like, "No, don't you see? You you know, you've got to do it now." Then you can bury your old lady in luxury. But if you don't, you know, we're going to come and kill you. So he's like just caught in between, you know, rocking a hard place. (laughs) God. And then now here goes the super famous roller coaster scene as Gordon is run all around and. The Jokers managed to put up these giant like teletron uh screens, screens everywhere. everywhere yeah. And he's flashing nude the nude pictures of the shot Barbara everywhere. Uh, there's one thing in here that I always Oh, catch. so his
0: daughter's coffee table book, yeah.
1: Yeah, their coffee table book. I'm trying to see if I can find the one I like. Yeah. Um Yeah, here it is. Go down here. Don't get even get mad. Yeah, Barbara. Dude, that's that's super famous. All of this is just amazing.
0: Yeah. But that that bottom picture of Joker.
1: That one with with his neck extended. I'm like,
0: is he related to Eel O'Brien?
1: Eel O'Brien. Maybe a little bit. (laughs) Damn it. And uh, so Batman is literally going around. He's like asking everybody, you seen him, you seen him. He goes to see the penguin. Penguin's like, no, I'm in jail. Leave me alone. And finally, the bat signal alerts him. So he heads back to the uh, police station and there's Bullet waiting for him. And he gives him an envelope mark for the Batman. And uh, it's for the uh, Bonus Brothers Carnival with compliments. Admit one. So Batman now knows where he's got to go. And he heads that way. Uh, he'll,
0: he'll say hi to the former owner on his way in. and
1: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I see you there. Having a good time? Ah, There they are now. Goodness, that's a ghost train. Hey, <laughs> yes. When they went in, the, the chap in the middle didn't even look a day over 17 and his three pals were professional basketball stars. Now look at him. Poor fella. What a dose of reality does for you. Yeah, here it is. I never touched this stuff myself. You understand? I find it gets in the way of the hallucinations.
0: <laughs> oh my god. That yes. bottom panel is spectacular though.
1: The one with him standing over the rain.
0: The one with him standing over the the puddle, the, puddle the puddle with the
1: rain. With yeah. the rain
0: drops coming in. Yep. And you, you see like a wavy picture of his face underneath it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> God, how boring. The man's a complete turnip. Take him away and put him in his cage. Perhaps you'll get livelier once he's had a chance to think the situation, to reflect upon life and all its random injustice. Um, and then now we get our there's our looking at the rain again.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And of course, now they put the damn hood on him and he starts the, you know, they're starting into the Acme Chemical Plant to the playing card factory. And of course, now he's been gone a couple months. They've added security to the factory. So they get caught. And he can't see where the hell he's going because he's got this damn hood on. He can only look through the little, like, ruby glasses there. Of course, they get in a big-ass fight. The cops just <laughs> kill his two partners. Um, one of them gets injured. Oh, hell, you guys don't want me? Get him. He's the ringleader. He's the Red Hood. What is it? It's all over me. You know, and of course, he hauls ass. The Reedlinger's taking off across the catwalk. He's still in range. And then no more shooting. Here comes Batman. Dude, this Batman looks badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the this is our 30s Batman.
0: That's almost, you know, that's got like remnants with the way the ears are, that's got remnants of like a clean version of Kelly Jones Batman.
1: Yes. The the ears aren't quite as long, but yes. Yeah. Especially the the damn the clawed hands. Yep. Um and of course Batman gets to him red hood, so we meet again. Oh no, it's not you. You you've come, you know, you've you've been sent to punish me. Don't come any closer, or I'll jump. And he jumps into the damn chemicals and of course he gets washed out of the plant because they're dumping into the damn harbor and there's Uh, the
0: most one of the most famous joker images of all time
1: exactly when he takes the mask off because he's it's he's like it's stinging my face and everything else get the stupid hood off and uh he's just gone he's at this point he lost it he has rejected reality and replaced his own. Uh, and of course, now we're back at the damn fun house. They're all laughing now, making fun of uh, Gordon. Uh, like
0: this this is like seamless transitions because I know you 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 usually complain about you know the scene change where yeah. it just like hits a brick wall. You turn the page and it's completely different.
1: Yes, and it's not. I mean, it, I mean, see, you, there's our there's our comedy, and his yep. laughing, and then there it is again. He, I mean, this is somebody showing you they know what the hell they're doing. Yep,
0: or he uh, used to.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: now, now, now he's more Joker than he is Batman.
1: Uh, damn it! Physically unremarkable in his day. <laughs> Notice the hideous, bloated sense of humanity's importance in the club footage, social conscious of the withered optimism. It's certainly not for the squeamish. Most repulsive are, are the frail and useless notions of order and sanity. It's too much weight is placed upon them. How does it live? How does this poor, pathetic specimen survive in today's harsh and irrational world? The sad answer is not very well. And he's just the, the fake drama faced with inescapable human re- existence, the mad, random, and pointless one. <laughs> I'm like,
0: the Joker's sitting here, shit talking like he's Rowdy Roddy Piper <laughs> on Monday Night Raw or something from like 40 years ago. Yes. <laughs> and just, I you do. Know, stitching words together and just like, you know, it, it's like a 32-hit combo in a video game.
1: <laughs> it just keeps going. Uh, I did like at the bottom, dude, uh, as we noticed, the Batmobile is approaching. You see the lights in that the first panel. Uh, and then, you know, they're a little bigger. And then now they're bigger again. Any, you know, any other response? And then, you know, of course, everybody else hauls ass as our Dick Spring classic Batmobile comes up.
0: The 1940s. I actually have a, uh, a, a a special limited edition collector's one. They made them like in magnetic fold over boxes. Yeah. And I've actually got this one.
1: Now, this is the other thing that got me. Like I said, reading it again, when Batman comes up here, we talk about the repetition in the art. There's also a repetition in the way the book is laid out. Because here it is: Batman comes out. He confronts the Joker. And now he's not really talking to him, but he's remembering. Hello, I mm-hmm. came to talk. I've been thinking lately about you and me and what's going to happen to us at the end. We're going to kill each other. You know, and they immediately get into a fight. Batman looks so badass there.
0: And that, um, that bottom panel of him flying through the air and tackling him. Yeah. that That's right out of the Neil Adams book. Oh, yes. That's like, you know, 1970s uh, Neil's neoclassic Neil Batman poses. Yeah. You know, um, all eight different action poses that he just did over at Oba, But they always looked great.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, it, they worked. Yeah. You know, perhaps you'll kill me, I'll kill you. And It's just, it's that repetition. And, you know, of course, Joker hauls ass after he sprays him with some acid. And he's like, Jim, are you okay? He, did you notice the lock picks in his finger, in his hands? He picked the lock that fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, He's, and, you know, Jordan, Gordon, this is another cool scene. It's almost like the, the I don't know, you've seen it, the Nightwing scene lately where Nightwing, like this last issue, hugs Batman and tells he hugs him and tells him, you know, he says, I love you, Dad. And I'm like, damn, dude, that's, that's deep, you know, and it doesn't happen. And same thing here, you know, Gordon's having just, he's, you know, are you okay, oh, God, you know, God. And Batman tells him, it's okay. Let it come out. Yeah. And he holds him for a minute. And, you know, he's like, she, he shot Barbara. He showed me photographs. He tried to drive me mad. The police are right behind me. I'll stay here until they arrive. And then Gordon's like, no, I'm okay. You have to go after him. I want him brought in. And I want him brought in by the book. Um. And Batman's just like, I'll do my best. And, you know, Books. as he heads off. Yeah, the book. We have to show him that our way works, that we're better than him. Um, and he heads into the funhouse.
0: And Bruce was glad that that scene ended, because as as much as he loves Jim as a friend, it's still going to be uncomfortable hugging a naked friend of
1: yours. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so I see you received your yeah here. He so I see you received a free trick and I'm so glad I did. I did so want you to be here. You see, it doesn't matter if you catch me and send me back to the asylum. Gordon's been driven mad. I've proven my point. I've demonstrated there's no difference between everyone else and me. All it takes is one bad day to reduce the sanest man to lunacy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's how far the world is just from one bad day. And then this is so, dude, This this made me think about it all day. You had a bad day once. I know I can, I can tell you had a bad day and everything changed. Well, else why would you draw, you know, dress like that? You why had you a run
0: around dressed like a flying rodent.
1: Yeah. You had a bad day and it drove you crazy as everyone else. Only you won't admit it. And he's like, it, you make me want to puke. <clears throat> of course. Now, finally, you know, he starts chasing him to the damn mirrors. Um, He talks about, you know, how just crazy the world is and lunatic stuff happens. Oh, yeah, yeah, here's the other thing I like. Um, Yeah, I mean, what is it with you? What made you the way you are? Girlfriend killed by the mob? Maybe a brother carved up by a mugger? Something like that, I bet. Something like that. Something like that happened to me. You know, I'm not exactly sure what it was. He doesn't even remember now. And see, that's one of the things that's so cool is some people didn't get it. You watch the damn Dark Knight Returns, the movie. He gives his origin like three different times in the movie. Every time it changes, mm-hmm. but people don't pay attention.
0: Oh, in, the Heath, in the Heath Ledger, yeah, yes. he's always he's always got a different story. One because he's crazy, and two because the subconscious will fight it. I know, I got PTSD.
1: Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't want to remember it. Yeah. He says, something like that happened to me, you know. I'm not exactly sure what it was. Sometimes I remember it one way, sometimes another. If I'm going to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. Who doesn't? <clears throat> yeah. And then, you know, of course, he, he does get a little sad here. It's all a joke. But a uh, Batman just, dude, That's that's pretty famous. Yeah. He comes in, beats the hell out of him, finally gets him outside. Um, they go through a you know a, a immaculately choreographed fight. Yeah, He, <laughs> Joker. he,
0: he kicks the the, the t- <clears throat>
1: off
0: the hand, Uh, grabs him. Then Joker gives him a Ric Flair, you know, poke to the eyes, pulls the mask yep. down,
1: <laughs> <laughs> hits him with a two by four.
0: And when he hits him with the two by four, his mask is all mal- maladjusted. It's like all over the place, so he can't see what he's doing.
1: No. And then here, he finally gets the mask back, and now we get Batman recovery. He catches the knife and knocks the shit out of him. <laughs> and the damn gun is empty. He pulls a gun on him. Joker does. Click, click, click. God damn it. It's empty. What are you waiting for? I shot a defenseless girl. I terrorized an old man. Why don't you kick the hell out of me and get a standing ovation from the public gallery? because I'm doing this one by the book, and because I don't want to.
0: What?
1: He's, and then, so now he goes into his speech. He says, don't you understand? I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt, I don't want either of us to end up killing the other. We're both running out of alternatives, and we both know it. Maybe it all hinges tonight. Maybe this is the last chance to short out this bloody mess. If you don't take it, we're locked in a suicide course, both of us to the death. It doesn't have to end like that and i know i know what it was that bent your life out of shape but who knows maybe i've been there too maybe i can help we could work together i could rehabilitate you you don't need to be out there on the edge anymore you don't need to be alone we don't have to kill each other what do you say and the joker just tells him i'm sorry (laughs) it's too late for that you know this is a funny situation it reminds me of a joke yeah here's the classic joke about the lunatics escaping the asylum yep yep yeah. he says they get up on the roof and they cross the narrow gap they see the roof cops stretching away in the moonlight now the first guy jumps right across with no problem make his friend uh doesn't make a leap he says i'm afraid of falling so then the first guy has an idea. He says, hey I have my flashlight with me. I'll shine it across the gap in the buildings and you could walk across the beam and join me. But the second guy shakes his head. He says, what do you think, I'm crazy? You turned the light when I was halfway across. (laughs) And then he starts laughing and Batman actually laughs. He he snickers, yeah. Yeah, he snickers. And and then they laugh a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) And that, that whole, the last six panels dude mm-hmm. etched yeah. in freaking comic book history
0: and what I thought was cool with the uh with the hardcover you sent me yeah was that when you take the dust jacket off I don't know if you'll be able to see it on on the camera but when you take the dust jacket off oh so it's it, that it's car it's 3D imprinted in the black. Oh, sweet. There's Joker. There's the Batman. Batman. Oh, that must be just, just the lighting. I go, where did I get that rash from? Yeah, damn it. Uh, in the back is the Joker card.
1: This is the Joker card. Sweet. I didn't even I, take the cover thought, off mine.
0: I thought that... Well, I took the cover off because I was going sit, to sit over there and read it. And I didn't want to damage the dust jacket. <clears throat>
1: Yeah. Now I did include. I didn't include everything in the deluxe edition. So if you haven't read it, folks, get it. It's especially if you find it cheap, like I did. I found ours at Ollie's. They were less than five dollars a piece. I think for four dollars, three ninety nine or something. Yeah,
0: three ninety nine.
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean it's definitely worth four dollars. The art, the the whole nine yards. But there's a ton of Preliminary sketches and everything that I but I don't have them here. Classic Joker. Um a little brief breakdown by Mark Wade uh, about the Joker. Um some art by Brian Boland extra. And then this is the backup story, which apparently was from originally was in a Batman black and white issue, from what I gathered. Okay. Yeah,
0: by, I remember this image, so
1: yeah, by Wade and Boland. And here he goes. He says, pick a card, any card. Uh, So there's a comic, you know, you make you laugh, uh, make you laugh. I think that's how this one goes, or I forget it. Or if you've heard that one, if you, you know, and I can't keep it straight. How about the one where a killer named Napier comes into town? Oh, wait, you're too young for that one. How about this one? Uh, This one always works. A lunatic in a red hood walks into a factory, right? (laughs) <laughs> He's there to steal the payroll. So we get our three most famous Joker Ooh. origins. You know, there they are. It's kind of like you pick which one you want. And, you know, it just goes through the cards, you know, showing falling in the acid, driving me mad from the killing joke. Um, just so you know, this isn't the
0: one that's in this book. Which? Which? The one we're going through now. This is it? Oh, that is, yeah, but I didn't... The first the first two pages with Joker
1: weren't there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, it may have been another printing. Yeah, but then... So then we get here. You know, I don't consider myself a bad person. Um, and this is a random guy. I don't even know who the hell this is supposed to be. But he's, you know, he's talking about just I'm not a bad person. I'm you know, I want to be a good person, but what if I do one bad thing? Does that make me a bad person? If I do one bad thing, but the rest of my life I'm good. Um and you know, he's he's talking about, you know, he thinks about kidnapping a little girl and you know, lock locking her into the damn sewer until she rots. Maybe the Pope, but I can't get to the Pope because he's got the Pope Mobile. I got to choose a victim for convenience. It's got to be someone who doesn't have an armed guard, someone in Gotham. It's got to be Batman. And now he's so talking to
0: some rando dude that might just happen to look like Brian Boland. We're not sure. Uh, <laughs> that is just randomly decided that he's going to plan out and murder the Batman.
1: Exactly um and now you know there's a you know he's and he's all this is going through his head you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's all right you know I, i'm sure he's got a secret hideout his you know surveillance you know maybe he's on the trail of a criminal you know do, doing doing the wild thing with poison ivy you know chasing two-face who the hell are these these animal people i can't remember
0: like they're like some throwaway like you know one and done when they don't have any when they can't figure out anybody. It's it's just it <clears throat> it's basically uh like that Patrick Stewart uh point break movie where they use the masks of the
1: <laughs> the pigs. Yeah, yeah
0: and, and this way it's just like animal masks.
1: Yeah. Now this was cool too. I know this he's talking about fighting the penguin here. He's <clears throat> you know there'll be a fight, thrilling case An enormous typewriter or something. Do you remember the damn typewriter from the Calendar Man issue from Detective Comics? Yeah, it was huge. Can you let him out? Yeah, that was giant, you know. And then it'll come to a swift, decisive climax. You know, he's got the penguin beat up. Um, The good guy will make a dramatic accent, leaving the bad guy to ponder the error of his ways. Because let's face it, crime doesn't pay. And just for one moment, the Batman will will pause, turn his face, illuminated by a single light, a splendid Avenger of the night, and then from a dark gallery from window high up, or on a grassy knoll or some other place. There'll be a glint, and then bang! <laughs> he just blows Batman's head off.
0: Oh. When, when, I, when I saw that
1: big bang,
0: I'm like... I wish I had the soundboard because I would have downloaded the, uh, like, Tweety Bird yelling something.
1: (laughs) Bang! Bang! (laughs) Yep. I shall miss him, all right. But it don't mean uh, if it hits his mark. But before I said I miss him, I've always been his greatest fan. I'm also his greatest enemy. Then I think I'll finish my college education, marry my girlfriend, have a couple kids, a boy and a girl, be nice and good in blameless life. And go to heaven when I die. End of story.
0: Mm, yeah. I'm pretty sure one of those tablets says something about not murdering people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and it is. It's just a random. This, yeah, this guy just wants to do one random really terrible thing. And then that's it. Yeah.
0: It's just.
1: It's like dude what's wrong with you. Yeah um overall like i said it's been 20 plus years since i read this it is much better reading it as a much older person if that makes any sense yeah um you're able to kind of like watching bugs
0: bunny now you get all those jokes that flew over our heads when we were kids.
1: Yeah, you get the jokes that flew over your head. Plus, you can really... I've seen enough comic art over the years that I can appreciate You know all of the stuff that Bolin does. We need to do... I'll have to figure it out. Because he did so much. And I know it's a Bolin thing, um, but I'll pick out the issues. But like... Dude... We have never done Judge Dread, and I love Judge Dread. But I mean like Brian Boland Judge Dread versus Judge Death. Mm-hmm. Dude, we could do the Judge Child Quest. There's so much. And we can um, announce it as the Batman Who laps. Laughs. The Batman Who Laughs. Yes. Yeah, Judge Death. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> who he looks like. Um yeah. It's this was an amazing book. Um, it's much, like I said, much better before I, it's never been one of my favorites and I'm not going to say it's my favorite Batman story by any means, but it is much better reading it older. Yeah. Just the quality and the fact that this is, I mean, for God's sakes, you could see how much of the Joker movie they pulled out of this. Yeah. I mean, it's lifted straight from this. You can look at falling down. This is this. Look at network. This is this. I mean, the these are things that we talk about every day, about just people finally just not being able to deal with freaking life anymore because it's, you, get, you get crapped on so much that you just can't deal with it no more. Yep. <clears throat> I have not picked out a book for next week. So, I don't know. Well, I'll figure something out.
0: Okay, we'll we'll announce it during the week.
1: Yeah, sometime during the week. Um, maybe something completely random. And now for something completely random. But it's been an hour and forty minutes, so I guess we gotta wrap this one up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would it would it would seem appropriate. Hey Rocky, there's nothing up my sleeve.
0: Damn it. So we'll be back uh next Thursday? Yep. And uh, don't forget, you can actually listen to this as a podcast now. But then you're going to want to come to either YouTube, Rumble, or Odyssey and
1: look at the pictures.
0: You got to see the pictures. Yeah, you got to see the pictures. So you can listen to it on your way to work as a podcast. And if you really like the episode and you're like well i gotta see what they're talking about and you can always go back and and watch it later
1: i am trying to make a a more conscious decision to describe the artwork more for the podcast
0: yeah well we got a we got a couple people that uh have uh signed up we got like four people that are downloading the episodes yeah, and for people that are just listening on their favorite uh, platform so far. Oh, okay. But we got to we got to uh, do that promo video uh, probably by like the end of next week.
1: Tips and, and uh, tip tips and tricks and things you want to see. Let us know, people. We're trying to yep. make this the best podcast for everybody. Yep. Especially for, us. especially for old people that want to read comic books. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you don't have to be a boomer because we're not. We're just
1: Gen Xers. Yeah. Some of us are closer than others, though. (laughs) I can't hear it. Can you turn it up? (laughs)
0: I'm going to find my flashlight and turn the damn thing off.
1: Uh, Damn it. Uh,
0: I currently am reading, uh, I'm still, I haven't finished uh, Swamp Thing. I took like a few days off from reading because I got hooked on a, New game on my phone, damn it. Um it's like a D game. Yeah, you know, grinding away. Um I just got up to issue seven, the the Batman issue where Swamp Thing shows up in Gotham.
1: Holy crap, that's good.
0: Uh but well, I'm I'm basically just skimming through that one because we just read that. We just did that one like about a month ago for the show.
1: Yeah, it seems like it is but it wasn't long ago.
0: Yeah. Uh and then I'll go. After that, and then uh, this afternoon, I started. Read, I finally started reading uh, number eight. No, uh, last Ronin,
1: too. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. The,
0: the hardcover. I read. I read number one before, but it was like a year and a half ago. So, and I read the. Uh, there's an intro, the forward in that book was uh, written by uh, Robert Rodriguez. Oh, cool. So, you know, talking about, you know, he had a second chance, you know, at the Turtles where he got all his kids hooked on the Turtles. And then uh, he was elevated to, uh, you know, Super Dad when they found out he actually knows and hangs out with Kevin.
1: And with Kevin Eastman.
0: It's like, you, you guys do realize I'm like a famous Hollywood director, right? Yeah, whatever, Dad. We can't watch any of you movies, so it doesn't matter to us.
1: <laughs> <We're too young. laughs>
0: Damn it! But yeah, so I'm I'm reading that and uh, getting ready to start into uh, those Daredevil issues you gave me. I actually I actually have those because I've I've got the uh, I've got the Frank Miller closed Janssen omnibus.
1: Oh, do you
0: the the red leather one? Somebody packed it wrong when I was in the coma. And they, they broke the spine. Oh, shit. Um, I've been wrestling for years of, you know, finding somebody reliable to possibly repair it. But I'm like, I don't want them to, like, cut it to repair it. I'm like, mm, I'll have to see. Yeah. But, uh, Yeah. We shall All right. So next week, we'll be back with a uh, mystery book of Thomas's choice. Uh, until then, uh, enjoy life. Uh, please finish up your Thanksgiving leftovers this week. and uh,
1: Or throw them out.
0: Or put them on ice and ship them to me. I can always use extra food. <laughs> I'm wilting away to <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn it.
0: So until next time, uh, you know, relax, escape, and uh, read yourself some comics.